0: Begins. the journey, the destination, the dream. You've lived your life for this one moment, a chance to march into the pantheon of greatness where a legacy of champions awaits.
1: very first move as the executive
0: was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on crack?
1: You're listening to the sports show. Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports desk. Hey, this would do some lunch sports, man. Come on, now. New sports desk. Hey, this would do some lunch
0: sports, man. Come on now. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the special edition of the Sports Desk. We are here to preview the 2021 NBA Finals that are set to tip off on Tuesday, 9 p.m on ABC hope everybody enjoyed their fourth hope everybody's safe and hope everybody had a good time um you know we didn't drop a regular show uh on Sunday because we knew we were going to do this NBA uh finals preview show going to be calling Black in Black was on a world tour Last week, and my man's just making it back to the city So we're going to call him in and uh, get his thoughts on the upcoming uh, NBA Finals Uh, But before we do that, man, just want to kind of set the table, man So the NBA Finals, man um, Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even introduce myself I'm so excited (laughs) But yeah, I'm your man's one more time Desiree L. Hicks Jr. One half of the sports desk Like I said, I'll be calling Black in in a minute Uh, One of your favorite sportsologists And remember, folks, that I am always here to give it to you Raw and un- Cut. Appreciate you guys listening uh, to episode 125. But like I was saying, man, the NBA finals, man. Wow. I mean, to me, it's it's probably up there, you know, my my favorite sporting events. I mean, of course, you have the Super Bowl and I'm a big college football fan. You have the national championship games and uh, you have WrestleMania. You have a lot of um, top-tier quality sporting events uh, just throughout the sports world. But the NBA Finals, I can say, it's always at the top of my list year in and year out because what you get, you know, in football you get one game decides it all in the Super Bowl, but in, the, in basketball in the NBA you truly get the best team. Who usually goes on to win a championship, especially when they get here and they do that, and going in a seven-game back-and-forth series. So throughout my lifetime, and I'm 37 years old, man, and my first NBA Finals moment that I can remember um, is 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 Jordan's first ring. Um, I was young enough to remember uh, Mike coming through, and you know, going through so many setbacks, man, and, and finally getting a chance to. Play Magic Johnson in the Lakers in the finals and losing Game One, then they come all the way back uh, to win four straight to ultimately capture Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls first championship rings, championship ring. Um, then I could go on to a classic series, man, uh, Lakers and Celtics. Um the the second time around when it went seven games with Kobe and the Lakers and Pau Gasol and the Lakers lost to the Celtics man and um it was just gut-wrenching just 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 horrible that the Lakers uh lost the way they did but they came back they roared back in an ultimate just banger of a seven game series against that very very talented Boston Celtics team of course you go to the run uh um of the Miami Heat Um, game 6 shot her around the world greatest clutch shot in basketball history Ray Allen man tying it up Uh, just a monumental moment Mike Green um, just on the call with the bang just bang Ray Allen you just remember those times and um, it's just a, a lot of different moments. Akeem Olajuwon just being so spectacular and just really showing Shaq that he got to step his game up. Then going on to face that New York Knicks team who just desperately won the championship with with Patrick Ewing and John Starks and Anthony Mason and Oakley. Um, just a classic seven-game series, man. Ultimately, Houston Rockets uh, going back-to-back back against those guys. And so many other more. The finals just give you moments, man. Last year, we seen the unpredictable. We had an NBA bubble. COVID shut down, everything. The NBA moved beautifully, created this bubble. The Lakers go down, take care of business, ultimately send the Lakers win their 17th championship. LeBron James winning his fourth overall. And my number one moment, I must say, NBA Finals, Game 7, last two minutes, coming back from 3-1. Beside me being a LeBron fan, just the theatrics, man. Just the theatrics of LeBron. And Kyrie just grinding it and grinding it and grinding it, going up against Steph and Clay and Draymond, 73-9. and 9, The Oracle was buzzing. The block her around the world. LeBron chasing down Eagle Dollar for the block. Kyrie just rocking and rocking and rocking Steph Curry to sleep and dropping that monumental three. Probably the second greatest clutch shot in NBA history. I mean, and especially in the finals, that degree of difficulty. Game seven on the road to take the lead, Cavs ultimately making history, win their first championship for that franchise, and the devastating fashion that sent the Warriors on their way. So all in all, I can go on and I can go on and I can go on about the NBA Finals, but this is a place where legends are made. This is a place where you get uh, memories that last forever. That intro that I played, it's a classic intro. You can look it up on YouTube, and you see all the moments that, the package had, man. It takes you all the way back to Bird and Magic. It takes you just up to Michael's run and, and and Kobe and Shaq's run and the Spurs' run. It just takes you back down memory. It was just so good to see. But I'm really looking forward to this year's NBA Finals, the 2021 NBA Finals. Why am I looking forward to it? Well, it's new. Someone's going to win a championship for the first time. A franchise are going to taste gold for the first time in many, many years. I mean, you got the Suns who haven't been there since 1993. You got the Bucks who haven't been there, I believe, since 1951. You got a headstrong, up-and-coming superstar in Giannis Antetokounmpo, two-time MVP, the former defensive player of the year, uh, with a cast of characters, man, that are just elite grinders on the defensive end. And and they make it look ugly, man, but they're winning. And then you go to the other side, man, The I guess the darlings of this season is the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul finally getting into that NBA Finals, man, that he just so much uh, had been going after for 16 seasons. And he finally gets there with the upstart superstar in Devin Booker, a upstart superstar in DeAndre Ayton, and Monty Williams doing a great job on the coaching aspect. Young players like Cameron Payne, uh, Miles Bridges, these guys are doing their things out here, man. So, sons and bucks, it's going to be entertaining. Very, very much so looking forward to it. Game one, Tuesday night, 9 p.m., on NBC um so yeah man I just want to get that soliloquy off man and just kind of express the energy and excitement that I have um and at this point man the NBA finals man I'm front and center and it really doesn't matter who plays I mean of course I would like to have my favorite team my favorite players in there but at this point man you're going to see some of the most high quality basketball you hope to see some of the high quality basketball that you'll ever see and I think we're going to get this get that Uh, from these two teams okay so of course like you all know and like I have mentioned before 2021 NBA finals you have the Western Conference champions Phoenix Suns Phoenix Suns representing the West a very good season from the Suns I mean I don't believe they went lower than three I think all year long in the Western Conference ultimately finishing number two overall in the conference you know, setting off and defeat, defeating the defending champion Los Angeles Lakers in six games. Devin Booker arrived uh, in that series, sending the Lakers home in devastating fashion on their home floor, moving on and sweeping the MVP, uh, Jokic and his team in the Denver Nuggets, sending them out the pasture um, and getting rid of them. And then a hard fought, grinded out a series against the Clippers. Chris Paul didn't play in games one and two. You really didn't know what was going to happen with Paul, but Paul ultimately returned back. It gets a very game clip of without Kawhi Leonard for that matter. I have to mention it, but Kawhi wasn't available, but the Suns did what they had to do. They won the two, first two games without Paul, went back to LA, got him in game, got up 3-1, went back to Phoenix, lost that game, ultimately closing out in game six. Henceforth, them moving on to the NBA Finals. On the other end, you have the Milwaukee Bucks and number 4C this year in the Eastern Conference. Just absolutely destroying and maiming the Miami Heat in four games to a sweep. Moving on to a gut-wrenching, almost a classic series in the East against the Brooklyn Nets. Hobble James Harden. Kyrie's not available after game one. Durant putting on an spectacular performance. Ultimately not getting the job done. Giannis got the job done. Game 7 was for the Bucs, man, in Brooklyn. Bucks advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals against a upstart. Fun and gun. Uh, entertaining Atlanta Hawks team led by Nate McMillan and Trey Young. I mean, these guys were just spectacular in these playoffs. You just didn't see this coming. Gave the Bucs all they can handle. Trey Young goes down. The very next game, Giannis goes down. But Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, they step up to the plate. Ultimately, getting the job done this past Saturday night, Game 6 in Atlanta. Spectacular performance. Uh, getting Giannis to his first uh, NBA Finals, the Bucks first NBA final, Finals since 1951. Henceforth setting up the matchup. Bucks, Suns, 2021 NBA Finals taking place Tuesday night abc nine o'clock so that's the rundown i just want to kind of get everybody uh refreshed uh kind of going down memory lane of these two teams and we're getting ready to break it all down man like i said i'm getting ready to call black in here and uh we're going to talk that talk man and you know uh really break down the finals give our predictions give our finals mvp predictions as well but it's exciting it's exciting for the nba You have two teams that you just didn't see coming, even this year uh, with the Bucs. I mean, the Bucs have been the one of the two seed in the East the last two years, and they just fell short. Um, They didn't make it to a conference final. Then you come around, and you have the Phoenix Suns out of nowhere. They finished 8-0 in the bubble without Paul last year. But, you know, you can go check the facts. I said it when they acquired Chris Paul. This team's going to be dangerous. I predicted them to get to the Western Conference Finals at the beginning of the season, Ultimately, I thought they would lose to the Los Angeles Lakers. But look what have they got rid of them in the first round and just got their way to the NBA Finals regardless. So the Phoenix Suns, I don't think they – I think it's a surprise how they got here. And you can say what you want to say. Injuries, this happened, that happened, AD. I mean, you can say whatever. Yoke is, Jamal Murray wasn't available. Kawhi wasn't available. Hey, but these are the facts. You got to play the games. You can't predict what's going to happen. And as a result of that, Chris Paul finally got his shot, man. I'm happy to see Paul getting this opportunity to win a championship 16 years, Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, Monty Williams, DeAndre Ayton. It's going to be special to see. All right, so we're getting ready to call in Black, man, and break down this finals, man. This should be very, very exciting. It should be very, very exciting for the NBA uh, to have this series, and it should be a good one, man. So we're calling Black right now. Hello?
1: Black. What's up, man? What's going on?
0: Nothing too much, my guy. What's happening? Good, pretty good, pretty good, sir. I was letting our listeners know, man. You've been on a world tour since last week. That's why you're not in studio. Yeah, (laughs) man. Just a little,
1: just just a little travel, just a little travel with the family. That's all.
0: Of course, of course. Everything good, your way, man. Yeah, yeah. Everything good, man. All right, let's jump back home, huh? Happy to be back on and be back on the show. Yes, sir. I know you are, man. I know you are. You know, our listeners was tripping, man. They was hitting me up and saying, man, where the show at, man? Where the show at? We ain't got no show, man. What's up? Your boy Tyrone Copple said he didn't approve of <laughs> you going out of town. Copple said he didn't approve of oh. that. He was waiting on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to our It's all college right, football. man. I'm back now, so we on it, man. We
1: yeah.
0: on it. Yes, yeah, sir. Shout out to our college football correspondent. Cedric Farr. All right, Black, let's go ahead and jump into it, man. So I'm just going to ask you first, man, the 2021 NBA Finals, a matchup that, you know, no one really seen coming. It's something fresh. It's something new, Uh brand new territory for the entire NBA, their fans, uh, um, just the league in itself. But like, what do you what do you think about the matchup? Just when you look at your TV and you look at your social media and you see that Phoenix Suns logo and that Milwaukee Bucks logo, how do you feel about it going in uh, to the NBA Finals this year?
1: Uh, D, to be honest with you, it's 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 fresh. It's like a uh, a breath of fresh air, man. You get to see two up and coming teams in the finals. You know, I don't, and I believe these are two teams that are not going to just go to go go away you know, after this NBA championship. But I'm excited to see what the storylines and how the games play out in this series. But, you know, Milwaukee being in their first final since, what, 1974, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was 1951 or something like that. Something long time ago. How about that? Yeah, something something long time ago, yeah. (laughs) And then the the Suns, the last time they were in the finals was, what, 93, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, good to see these teams, you know. Uh, very honest, I don't, I don't know if we actually seen the Suns doing this, but we all knew they were going to make noise. But shout out to the Phoenix Suns and shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. And I'm really ecstatic for Giannis, man, to would be playing in his first final. So I'm hoping that he can get back, man, and have an impact on this series.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you were right, Black. The, the Bucks' uh, last finals appearance was in 1971. 1971 was their last uh, championship appearance. And of course the Phoenix Suns in 1993. So let's go ahead Mm -hmm. and just start breaking down this NBA final. Let's go ahead and start with the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are favorite to win this uh, championship right now in Vegas. They have a small margin over the Milwaukee Bucks. And we got to believe that's to the unknown of Giannis Antetokounmpo's health. But right now Phoenix is favorite to win this series in seven games um, due to Vegas so Black in your opinion man just looking at the Sun season looking at their playoffs we really seen them mature really seeing players step up like DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker what do the Phoenix Suns need to do as a whole to ensure that they win this championship this year
1: uh well the thing with me with the Phoenix Suns is they really just they really just gotta find, follow the lead of Chris Paul and Devin Booker man and Everybody play their parts and do the things they've been doing. You know, I know I know that everything is going to be different. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be butterflies. You know, they're going to be nervous. So I think you're, this is where your veterans come into play. Even though Chris Paul has never played in the NBA Finals, he's still a veteran. And you have to follow your veteran, you know, to get things done. But if Phoenix Suns still stick to their game plan or what they've been doing in the playoffs, I believe that the Phoenix Suns will be, uh, be all right in the Finals, man.
0: Yeah, um, yeah and, and you're right. I mean, if you're going to follow Chris Paul's lead, you could be in very good shape to win this championship. But I think it's some other things that Phoenix must do to ensure a championship win. First of all, I think they got to establish DeAndre Ayton right away. I think DeAndre Ayton's presence needs to be felt and known on the offense and defensive end, especially when it comes to rebounding. When you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, they rebound very, very well. They were top five efficiency-wise in the league the entire season. When you look at Phoenix, they only really have Aiton down low. Jay Crowder might get in there and get you some rebounds. Booker and Paul might get you a few. But Aiton's the monster. He's going to have to assert himself as the monster on defense and on offense. Secondly, got to Chris Paul got to get these young gunners some, some shots. The young players, Cameron Payne, Miles Bridges, these guys got to get going early in the series. I feel like they're, they're, their confidence has to be established early in this series, and it's going to help them. I mean, you see throughout the playoffs, you get a big game from Cameron Payne. You get another game from Miles Bridges. You get games from these younger players, and this is going to be critical because you look at a defensive team like the Bucs, they're going to make their lives miserable. They're going to try to at least. It's going to be very, very uh, interesting to see how those young players react to this veteran Milwaukee team who's been together for a few years now. I mean, if you look at it, P.J. Tucker is the newest addition, and he fits right into this Milwaukee Bucks team. But last but not least, for the Phoenix Suns to win this championship, Devin Booker has to be Devin Booker. He has to be. Because Devin Booker is going to be getting a lot of looks from this Milwaukee Bucks defense. And it's going to be a short series for the Suns if Devin Booker is not averaging 25 to 27 points in this series and if he doesn't do that, if he's having on and off games, I don't see Chris Paul averaging 30 in this series. I don't. So Devin Booker is going to have to be the scorer, match with DeAndre Ayton's physical presence, and match with the young players getting a nice momentum early on in this series. That's going to ultimately really, you know, contribute him to winning the championship.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with you. And, I, and you. and one thing I want to say about Devin Booker and I mean what well, Chris Paul and Devin Booker and this and his young Phoenix Suns teams, like you said, is going to be critical. D, I would not be surprised if a few of if, if a few of these games don't get over hundred points, because I believe this series fits the build of to be a defensive battle. They're both good defensive teams. We've seen games in the playoff or in in the playoffs from both of these teams where it was ugly, low scoring. And that fits the bill of a Milwaukee Bucks team. If Absolutely. they can make this ugly and, um, and get up under you defensively is going to be interesting. One thing for me defensively uh, for Milwaukee is who are they going to put, who are they going to have on Devin Booker to start the game? I feel like it has to be Drew Holiday, but then who are you going to put on Chris Paul, Chris Middleton? Are you going to put Chris Middleton on him, or are you going to put PJ Tucker on him? So it's going to be interesting to see how they play these matchups. If it was me, I will I would start PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker on Devin Booker, just to free up Drew Holiday so he can focus on Chris Paul. Because offensively, everything is literally if if it's not if it's not booked, then it's it's Chris Paul. But more, more the majority of the time, the offense is going to be set up and ran through Chris Paul. So. I feel like they need to put Drew Holiday on him. But defensively, I feel I feel like these are going to be some great matchups. And my key matchup in this series are, are not the D-Books, the Chris Pauls. It's going to be Aton like you said, versus Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez showed some in the other series to let me know, oh, you know how to go down there and be aggressive and and uh get some, make some baskets, get some rebounds, yeah. and lead your team to to victories without Giannis. Right. So I'm looking for him to assert himself in this series too. Him and Aiden, I feel like, are going to be the key to this series. Series and going back to what you said, rebounding the basketball. Whoever rebounds the basketball well could potentially win this series. D.
0: Yeah, I agree. And uh, you know, going in, going towards Milwaukee. Same question for the Bucks. Well, what, what are the important factors that the Milwaukee Bucks have to achieve? To walk away with this championship, I mean the obvious one. The obvious one is, at some point in time, Giannis has to get on the floor from the win this series. But besides that, what are the other things that you see from Milwaukee that they have to do well to win this championship?
1: Well, this is this is the key for me for Milwaukee. From what I'm seeing from the Hawks series, you have to have guys. You you have to have those one to two guys off the bench that's going to give you production. Bobby Portis, and um, I can't even tell you who's the second guy behind Bobby Portis, but those two guys that they use, which we probably going to see Milwaukee use no more than seven guys coming off their bench,
0: you know, so, and that's what we,
1: that's what we seen in the Atlanta, that's what we seen in the Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks series, but I seen that they did use uh, Jeff Teague, and I'm just curious to see how they're going to use Jeff Teague and Bobby Portis, that's. That's the little rotation they used against Atlanta towards the last two games. And don't
0: forget about Pat Connington. Pat Connington as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see the production that the Bucs get uh from their from their role players because that's what they're going to need to be Phoenix because we know Phoenix role players are going to be be ready. Like you said, a uh, Cameron Payne is going to be ready. Um, who else comes off come off the bench uh is gonna be ready? Um and I can't think of names real quick. Um Bridges. God. Huh? Who you said? Bridges? Oh, uh, Miles. Miles Bridges, Cameron Payne. Those guys are going to be ready, and whoever the second person that comes off the bench Excuse for them, as well, Bridges. I be going to be this man named M- Bridges. Mikael. yeah. And sorry, uh, and da, and, and Damian Craig. Yeah, we know what those guys are going to give you. We have seen them through the playoffs this season. Uh, have good, have good uh, games in 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 different series. So. I think the Bucks are really gonna need that production off of the bench. So that's one of the key main things for me. And like you said, can Giannis get on this floor? You know, I I think yeah. if Giannis, I think if Giannis can give you 85 percent of himself, I think it'll help the Bucks uh, yeah. tremendously, especially on the defensive side and the offensive side of the ball, because if Giannis is in this game, it's gonna be hard for him to be stopped. I, I don't believe Phoenix have anybody that could guard him. Anybody. Yep. They had to match up well with him. So if Giannis can find a way to get on this court, then those are the keys or the, the things that the Bucs have to do to have a chance to win this NBA championship.
0: Yeah, you said a lot of points that I had. Um, but to me, it's, it's simple for Milwaukee. Milwaukee needs to play the game that's going to make them successful, and that's destroying the paint. Destroying the paint. Asserting themselves in the paint. Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Um, If Giannis comes back, of course, healthy. Drew Holiday with his ability to get to the cup. Phoenix is the, I mean, uh, Milwaukee is the bigger team. They're the bigger team. They're the stronger team. And they could potentially be dominant right away in the paint if they play that game. Mike Budenholzer needs to adjust. And this is the difference between the Hawks and the Suns. If Budenholzer comes out and they shoot more threes than they need to be shooting well, these games could get away from them with Phoenix because Phoenix can get hot and you won't be able to stop them. Trey Young is a nice player, but Trey Young ain't efficient like Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Trey Young will get there, but he's not as efficient as these two. Trey Young, what he did to Milwaukee that caused Milwaukee to shoot all these threes, they're gonna have a hands full on the other end with Devin Booker because he's gonna eat them up all three levels. So they have yeah. to be sound, they have to play sound defense. Sound offense. Take advantage of the mismatches. The pick and roll between Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez is unstoppable. It's unstoppable. You've seen it in game five. Brooke Lopez had 33 points off the pick and roll. Yeah. They got away they from did. it. They got away from it in game six. But they escaped due to the shooting of Drew Holiday. And Lord have mercy, Chris, by God, Milton, <laughs> who just went slap be- <laughs> crazy. And don't forget Bobby Portis, my boy. Yeah, Bobby Portis. He's crazy, crazy too. (laughs) Great energy. But Chris Middleton got it. Chris Middleton said no to the the Atlanta Hawks in that third quarter in that game six. He said, no, you're not doing it. 23 points in the third quarter, by God. Mm -hmm. So, my thing is if Milwaukee could play that grit and grind defense, Milwaukee has the advantage on the defensive side. Why? They could throw multiple bodies at Book and CP3, they could mix it up. They can. They can mix up the looks. They can mix up the coverage. It could be a difficult time for CP3 and Devin Booker just with the defense that the Milwaukee Bucks provide. But ultimately, mm-hmm. I know Giannis got to get back. Giannis has to make a return for the Bucks to win this championship. But the key to this series is not Giannis onto the Koopal. The key to this series is Chris Middleton. Okay. Chris Middleton will be the reason, barring Giannis coming back. If the Milwaukee Bucks win or lose this championship, because on the perimeter from the three point line and get it to the basket, he is their purest offensive option where he literally can catch fire and not be stopped. Chris Mm -hmm. Middleton has to assert himself as basically walking onto that floor and says, I'm that dude. And he has to play like it. He can't be reserved. He can't do none of those things. Chris Middleton has to be aggressive and he has to take charge when the basketball is not in his hand. If Chris Middleton is indeed playing like that, the Milwaukee Bucks will be the NBA champions at the end of this series if Chris Middleton is being what he's capable of being. So, that's yeah, my take on the Bucks. I
1: agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree with you with that. And I just, I think, man, what we've seen from the Bucks in the last two games against the Hawks, they showed me that they're letting it be known that we're not going to – we're going to shut the door on what you are doing. Yeah. We're going to shut the door – we're going to – if 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 Milwaukee can do exactly what they did against Atlanta, like you say, dominate the paint, make timely buckets from Chris Middleton, and then do exactly what you do defensively, you will have you will have a Phoenix Sun team that will be playing from behind for, in a lot of these games. Yeah, that'll be playing from behind. That's what they did to Atlanta in a, in both of these last two games. Atlanta had when Atlanta got a lead and got ahead. That's when they were successful. When playing from behind, that wasn't that wasn't too much. Uh, it's too much. Too, it was too much for them. Now I'm saying I'm not saying uh, that that Phoenix is Atlanta Hawks, but right, right. like you said, defensively and size wise, and you know pushing, you know setting the tone defensively. The Milwaukee Bucks is the better team is the better team. And if you if you got there and we know in the finals, defensive starts, defensive stops and timely buckets are the key to winning the NBA championship. No doubt about it.
0: No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, This series is shaping up. In my opinion, Black, I think a classic is written all over this series. When you look at when you look at all the ingredients of this 2021 NBA finals, you can start at the very top. 16 years, Chris Paul getting to his first NBA finals. 16 years. He's done everything in the league except compete for a championship. And he's here. He's here. Coach Monty Williams has been in the league a long, long time, and he's a very good head coach. Very good. And he has showed his talents with the Phoenix Suns ever since being named the head coach last year. Him and Chris Paul have been together for a very long time. These dudes are good friends, father and son, dynamic, whatever you want to call it. You better believe that Chris Paul and Monty Williams are going to have this team ready to compete to win a championship. You look on the other end, Giannis Antetokounmpo two-time MVP, former defensive player of the year, Chris Middleton, all-star, Drew Holiday, all-star, Mike Budenholzer used to be on that Spurs staff winning championships with the Spurs, went to Atlanta, had a successful run in Atlanta, and now he's getting an opportunity with this with this Bucks team to play for a championship. I said all that to say, Black, this might be the only time these two teams play for a championship. Mm-hmm. It might be. And I'm saying that, because of the landscape of the NBA. We know what's out there in Brooklyn. We know the Lakers are not done. We know the Clippers are not done if they get a healthy Kawhi Leonard back. There's no guarantee that we get the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns back in this NBA Finals. There's no guarantee. You're right. So these two teams are going to give it everything they have. And I smell seven games all over this series. And ultimately, we will crown a champion. After seven games. So just a lot of things that's going on here. But the number one thing, Black, I don't want to get to this. Giannis Antetokounmpo's health. Now we saw in game four, Giannis went down with to a scary, scary looking injury. Thankful for him and the Bucs. He did not suffer any structural damage, any ligament damage. He's just dealing with severe stiffness and severe swelling of that left leg. Black, how crucial. How crucial is it that somehow, some way, Giannis Antetokounmpo makes his way back to the Milwaukee Bucks in this NBA Finals?
1: D, is very, very crucial, man. He yeah. has to play at some point in this series. Yeah, I'm not saying the Milwaukee Bucks don't have the pieces or can continue to do what they've been doing without Giannis. I believe they can, uh-huh. but in a series in a series like this, you have to have your superstar on the floor. Yeah, you have to have him, So yeah. it's very key that Giannis finds a way to get back. We know, I know, he hyperextended, dealing with a lot of swelling. Yeah, I'm just happy that it wasn't no structure, no damage. Sure, sure. You know, nothing that he broke. Nothing. Sure. You know, nothing severe. He just dealing with a lot of soreness. So it's going to be tomorrow. I'm going to be seeing, you know, when they show because they're going to cover a whole lot in the NBA Finals, and we're going to get to see Giannis warming up to see how he looks. I'm going to be looking to see how he move, how he's moving from side to side, you know, back and forth. See how he is he able to do what he can because if Giannis can't move and do the things he do to get to the rim, is they're not going to play him. Yeah, because he's not he's not a jump shot shooter. No, he he's he has to be able to move every way that he can because he dominates the paint. So he has to have that movement that he needs. So that's what I'm going to be looking for to see if they can get him back on the court. But to answer your question, he's definitely needed in this series, D. It is, it is
0: absolutely life or death for the Bucks to win this with Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's a life or death situation. Basketball terms, of course. It's life or death. Mm -hmm. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, PJ Tucker, and the rest of the Milwaukee Bucks are plenty good to probably win two games in this series without Giannis. I would give that team two games without Giannis. They probably could get two games, but they're not going to get four games without him. Mm -hmm. You can say what you want to say about Giannis. He wasn't in the lineup. Milwaukee was able to get the job done. Yeah, they got the job done against an inexperienced, young Atlanta Hawks team where literally no one on their roster had championship, conference final, NBA finals experience. No one on the roster. Nobody. Now you're looking at a team with the Phoenix Suns, who has the ultimate leader in Chris Paul. Monty Williams has been a head coach by God for multiple winning teams. You also have Jay Crowder, who just went to the NBA Finals last year with the Miami Heat. He knows what it's like. You have pieces in Phoenix and a mindset that's going to get these guys to go, and they're going to smell blood if Giannis is not walking on that floor at any point in time. It is crucial for Milwaukee to at least get him back at at least 80 to 85%. Why? Because his presence inside his presence is going to collapse defenses and allow those shooters from Milwaukee to get easy buckets. It's going to be it's going to be crucial that he is there to provide that for them. Mm-hmm. Now all in all, is Giannis going to come back 100%? No he is not. And to keep it real with you black, I think Giannis is going to miss these first two games of the finals. I don't think he plays in Phoenix. I don't think he plays. I think Giannis and the Bucs think that they can get one of these games, which I believe they can without him in Phoenix. I believe they can go back to Milwaukee without Giannis 1-1. But here's the deal. Yeah. When they get back to Milwaukee, he has to come walking on that floor for game three. Because you want to know why? You want to know why? 1-1 could turn into 3-1 and we could be going back to Phoenix for game five and crown a new champion. You're right. Because You're we right. saw the Phoenix Suns and all three of their series do what, Black? Win on the road. Mm-hmm. They took games from the Lakers twice. They took games from the Nuggets twice. And they took games from the Clippers twice. So yeah. they, they're capable. And that's what worries me about the Bucks. Is Giannis going to be ready for game three? Games one and two, if he ain't ready, rest him. Don't rush him. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, they're good enough to get a game. They're good enough to get a game. They're good enough they to are. get a game.
1: Yeah. And I think and I and, and I think having because if I'm not mistaken, uh in the regular season when they played, uh, I'm not sure if they had PJ Tucker in either one of those games. So that could that could that oh, could yeah. be a key yep. as that that could be a key as well. So yep. it's gonna be interesting to see. I'm I'm interested to see what Milwaukee is going to do defensively with having PJ Tucker now, where they didn't have him in the regular season. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they come out Game One defensively and how these matchups are going to look. So that's 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 what I'm interested in. But I have to agree with you totally, D. Like Giannis has to find his way. He has to find his way. Uh, I was in in my heart. I was saying Game Two. I was saying Game Two. He had to find his way back. Because he he already missed game games five and six against Atlanta and then you finna miss game one plus the days off that you had. So I was thinking maybe by game two he can get out there and give it give it a go and they could potentially steal game two going back to Milwaukee. You know, that's what I was looking at. But uh I feel you, man. I think even with without Giannis, I think Milwaukee is still I feel like Milwaukee is still set up the way they are defensively because they still have Middleton who plays great de- good defense. You Absolutely. still have Drew Holiday who plays great defense. You Absolutely. have P.J. Tucker who plays great defense. And that's what you need in the finals. Great defensive players who are going to lock down. Absolutely. Because coming back, it's going to be hard to come by baskets, D. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. That's why I think the, the thing with Chris Middleton, like you said, making timely buckets. And guys like Chris Paul and Devin Booker making timely buckets. If you're not making those buckets, that's going to be the difference between, between you, like you said, being down 1-2 or being up 3-1. Yeah, no doubt. That could be the difference, you know. So I'm excited, man. I'm just excited about these finals. Man, I think it's going to be good. Like I said, it's, it's fresh. It's two new teams. We don't know what to expect. Yep. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and like you said, two new teams. We don't know what they expect. It's an exciting event. To just, it's a refreshing feel for the NBA Finals. I mean, every year we we know we got you got LeBron, you got Steph, you got KD. I mean, just the usual suspects playing for championship. And this is not the case. There's no one on this roster except Jay Crowder that's been to NBA Finals. That's crazy. Nobody. There's no yeah. one on either one of these rosters. It's up Jay Crowder for the Phoenix Suns. That's been to the NBA Finals, so it's very exciting to see. All right, Black. Chris Paul, his legacy. 16-year man. It's a debate constantly. Is he a top five point guard in NBA history? Should he, should he be considered amongst the elite point guards in NBA history? I think it's no question that he is one of the greatest leaders that we've seen in sports. Not just basketball, in sports. When you look back and see what he did as a two, three-year man playing for the New Orleans Hornets. And then you see what he went and did with the Clippers, who were god-awful before he got there. Then you see what he did with OKC last year, where they were written off for dead. No one thought OKC was going to do nothing. They finished fifth in the West and took the Houston Rockets to Game 7 in the first round of playoffs. They had no business being there. And then in their first year with the Phoenix Suns, these guys are playing in the NBA Finals under the leadership of Chris Paul, but this question is about Chris Paul and Chris Paul only. Black, what will a championship do for Chris Paul's legacy? When we talk all-time greats, point guard, you got Magic, you got Isaiah at the top of the list, then you have a, the all-time assist leaders in, in Stockton, former two-time MVP and Steve Nash, former NBA champion Jason Kidd. I mean, you start going through the echelon of the point guard names and even today's point guard, Steph Curry, who has three championships, Kyrie Irving has a ring. When you go through all of that, how important, Black, is it for Chris Paul's legacy to win a
1: championship this year? Um. Well, for me, for me, D, seeing what I've seen from Chris Paul over the years of his career, his 16-year career, we were able to see this. We were able to see this man come out of Wake Forest, man, and do great things. Yeah, you know, from you know, and just following him for me. I don't uh, a a champion a, a championship just solidifies where you're already at in my eyes. Okay, but but for for media and uh, for NBA and NBA eyes. He needs a he needs a championship, B. He needs it. He mm-hmm. needs it. But to me, I feel like he's already top five. If you if you if you have a guy like John Stockton, who doesn't have ranks, but he's the all-time assist 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 leader, and Chris Paul is not far, farmed away from mm-hmm. you know uncrowning him from doing that. Okay. So I already feel like for me, he's already top five without a championship. But if he wins this championship, it is just solidify solidify even more. And for the critics and the naysayers who say that he does, and who compare him to Magic, the Isaiah's of the world, the uh, Kyrie's of the world, the uh, Steph Curry's of the world, you know those guys, uh, and Jason, and the Jason Kids of the world, the, the the naysayers. I mean, the the media and people, you know, that do what we do, uh, will also say. That he will more than likely need a ring because that's what NBA is based on winning championships. But I just don't feel if 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 you're a great player, we're going to always call John Stockton top five because he's a he's the all time assist leader. But he doesn't have a rank. He doesn't have a rank at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and that doesn't get talked. We don't when we talk about John Stockton, we don't talk about him not having a ring. We just talk about him being the greatest assist man to play the game and him being the leader of that. So that makes him top five. But in my opinion, D, I want him, I I really do want to see if Chris Paul can get a ring. But in my opinion, I already think he's, he's, he's a great point guard and a top five point guard in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree. He's already a top five point guard in my opinion as well. We know the debate is red hot over that. A lot of people don't think so. A lot of people do think so. I think Chris Paul's career solidified as a Hall of Fame basketball player. When Chris Paul plays his final game, three years after that, he'll be going to the Naismith Hall of Fame. There's no questions, if ands, or buts about him. I mean, hell, you could put him in the Hall of Fame right now, as far as I'm concerned, 16-year season, 16 years in this league, and the things that he's accomplished, there's not too many guys who have accomplished that. But, Black, I'm going to disagree mm-hmm. with you slightly. He needs this. He needs this to separate himself from guys like John Stockton. He needs this to separate himself from, from guys like Kyrie Irving. When you look at Kyrie and you look at John Stockton, even though Kyrie has a ring, you look at the stats and you compare Chris Paul's stats to Kyrie Irving's stats, it's not even close. It's not even close. Chris Paul has had the more fulfilling NBA career. Is Kyrie the most talented? Of course. But when you look at what they've accomplished and what they've done, it's a no-brainer as Chris Paul. John Stockton, yeah. all-time assist leader. John Stoddard went to two NBA Finals. Those Jazz teams were great. Karl Malone, all-time great. Top three-point power forward of all time. They've been there. They had their cracks at Jordan and the Bulls. And some people even say, you know, if the Chips would have failed the right way, they possibly could have got the Bulls. But we'll never know that because the Bulls won. But Chris Paul, to separate himself generationally as a point guard that has a championship— and he was the reason why that rarely happens in the NBA. When's the last point guard that drove their team to a championship win? I challenge anybody to tell us.
1: Yeah, well, it's been a long time. Driven it's been a very team. long
0: time. If you want to say yeah. Steph Curry, I disagree because Excuse me, Because even in Steph Curry's championship without Kevin Durant uh, being on the Warriors, that was more of a team championship than Steph Curry because Steph Curry didn't even win finals MVP. Andre Iguodala did. He did. So name me a point guard out there who drove their team to win a title. You don't see it. LeBron James, Ford, Durant. Forward, Duncan. Forward, Nowinski. Forward, Jordan. Shooting guard, Kobe. Shooting guard, Shaq. Center. Name me someone. You
1: can't. Can't. It's not one. You can't. It's. Been, it's, it's been a very long time. Shoot. Man, you. Re- you. You. Literally. If you want to. If you want to be. If you want to be honest about it, D, you really have to go back to the late 80s, early nineties yeah, to find that. Yeah, Isaiah Magic. You know, we, we haven't seen it in today's NBA or in the nineties, two thousand the end of nineties, two thousand NBA. We haven't seen we have not. So we have not. Uh it's like you said, it I don't I wanna see him get it. I wanna see him get it, and I can also see what you say he needs it because we haven't seen a point guard lead his team. In a very long time, and then people will look at Chris Paul like, "Wow, yes, he let him being a point guard, yes. he made his team and won a championship. It would be major. They're gonna totally, they're gonna totally look at him differently. Yes, you can, it would be you major. Can, you can, and you can actually say if he get this done, that you have to talk about him being number one or number two all time point guard. I'm gonna if say if he that, can get this done. Yeah, I'm gonna if he I'm can gonna, get it done. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna say this right now. I'm gonna say it. If Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns win his championship. And Chris Paul is the reason why, and he somehow, someway grabs that finals MVP. We got to have the conversation about him and Isaiah Thomas and and Magic Johnson. One, two, and three. It's one, two, and three. It's one, two, and three. Everybody else. Now, Steph Curry, don't get me wrong. I'm not being disrespectful. But Steph Curry has not been the reason for his team winning a title, the catalyst, so to speak. I know it's a team game, but he hasn't been the engine that got his team a championship. Even the opportunity that he was afforded against Toronto Raptors, he lost. He did. He lost. You're absolutely right. He, he was lost. A, He was afforded an opportunity to crush that and say, hey, no KD, we lost Clay, we still won the chip. That did not happen. Chris yeah. Paul is in this, got this opportunity right now. And if he wins, I'm not saying Chris Paul is better than Steph. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if he does this, this conversation is a three-man race of the top three right now, in my opinion, because of how Chris Paul did it—not yeah. how—not how many he has, <laughs> but how he did it. Now I know we're gonna get some backlash
1: on that, black, but it's the truth. It's it's, it's, it's cool with me because it's the truth. If if if, if you a basket if you're a basketball guy and you love basketball. You go back and look at these things. I just want sure. to make a, a a quick. I just want to say this real quick. Uh-huh. If you go back and look at these, look at these things. Look, let's look at let's look at Magic. We love Magic. Most people will have Magic yes. number one point guard. Yes, all time. I do. But man, look look at what Magic had. Look yeah. at what yeah. Magic had. We could ease we could easily say even with let's say Magic would have got hurt. Even coming off the bench, the Lakers in the Showtime Lakers in that day had pieces coming off the bench to play behind magic. Yeah. So it's it's hard to say that the Showtime Lakers in the uh early 80s, late 80s would have won a championship. Because yeah, you, it's know what, yeah. you know you yeah. know what you you know what the key was. You know what the key was to the Showtime Lakers? Kareem had to be. All world, but magic got to play freely. Magic got to play freely because you had to put so much effort and so much uh so much uh time and hard work on Kareem. Yeah, for sure. You had to deal with Kareem. Yeah, a lot of
0: other pieces for sure around magic. For the, sure.
1: The difference between magic and Isaiah to me, the piston had to have Isaiah. The same, the same type of uh the same type of equation. That the Phoenix Suns are. Okay, in. I like that. You have to have. You I like have that. To have Chris. You have to have Chris Paul. Yeah, I like that. You have to have. I Chris like that. Paul. I agree, and that's I why agree. sometimes I I I, I, I kind of second guess myself. with Who's better, Magic or Isaiah? Isaiah and them did it differently. They needed Isaiah. Isaiah needed to be that force offensively. He needed to be that force to give point guards like Magic Johnson headaches. He had to be that guy. This is the same scenario that Chris Paul is in. He has to be the guy. Even though he has D. burger, he has to be the guy to put his foot down and say, you know what, I'm not going to allow my young guys to experience the loss in the NBA Finals. Even though he's never been there and don't know what – and, and I hate to say don't know what it takes, but he's never been there, so he don't know. Yeah. He knows how to win, but we don't know how Chris Paul is going to respond in a Finals. But I'm thinking with him being a vet playing 16 years, seeing best friends like LeBron, D-Wade, you know, playing finals, he has a pretty good idea of what it takes to win a championship. Yeah, I I I I'm I, pretty d- sure he does.
0: Yeah, I, I totally I totally agree with the notion of Magic had a tremendous supporting and cast and even though Magic was the, the 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 driver of the car so to speak, if Magic would have went down, and I'm pretty sure Magic, I think Magic did get hurt one of those finals and they lost. Oh, I think they, I don't know. I, don't quote me on that. They either won or lost. But anyway, you got Worthy, you got Kareem. They had a very healthy amount of players um, that could have potentially still went on and won, you know, a championship in, in the absence of the great Magic Johnson. So, but you're totally right mm-hmm. with Isaiah. They needed him. Like, he could yeah. not be he could not afford not to be there because the pisses weren't winning no championship as great as joe dumars was as great as joe dumars was joe dumars didn't have that what isaiah thomas had dennis Rodman, bill lane beer john sally these Mahone, these guys didn't have it and isaiah was the ringleader i mean we see it in the 30 for 30 documentaries they say Uh he was the ringleader he come out there. He was. He, he th- put a smile on his face, similar to Chris Paul. Chris Paul is a, a a good looking man. He comes to the podium, nice haircut. You would think he's Mr. Rogers sometimes. But boy, yeah. when he get when he get on that flow, pit bull. Yeah.
1: And D, let me let me let me tell you, let me make you think about something. And I know you're gonna think about it because I went back and was seeing some stuff from the pistons. I just went back and watched day thirty for thirty uh while I was out of town. I just happened just to to, to look at a little bit of it. D. If you want to think about them, the, the Pistons offensively, you had you had Chris Paul. I mean, not Chris, I'm sorry. You had Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. D, really tell me, what's the difference between Chris Paul and Devin Booker when you look at Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars? You know what Joe Dumars was asked to do? Make timely buckets. Yeah. What do you ask? What do you ask Devin Booker to do? Make timely, <laughs> timely buckets. buckets. For for your team, yeah, and come through when you need when you need to. Because if it wasn't Chris, pa- I mean, if it wasn't Isaiah Thomas doing it, it was Joe Dumars. Yeah, it was Joe Dumars. Yeah, th- and that's what we see. Even 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 when Isaiah Thomas broke his ankle in that in that series against the Lakers and they lost. Yeah, <laughs> it was Joe Dumars who was able to come on, get them to a game where they won a game. Even though they didn't win the series because Isaiah was just hurt, he was hurt, he couldn't do anything. Joe Dumas was able to put his foot, in the, I mean, put it, put it to, put his feet to the pedal to the metal and get a win to get them to the next game. But that's what we've seen out of Chris Paul and the Booker.
0: Yeah, and I'm, and I'm that's what we've seen. yeah, yeah. That's a that's a great conversation for another day because I would love to hear. You know what? You know what? Smooth would have to say about that, and and and, and, and you know some of our listeners who we chit chat with on the regular. I think that's a great conversation, and we'll definitely yeah. have that later on. But that's a great comparison, though. So, all in all, yeah. I think and we're I'm both. Just talk,
1: I, I'm just talking about the comparisons. I'm sorry, I'm just talking about the comparisons of of both players because yeah, 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 I see yeah. a lot of I see a lot of Chris Paul and Devin Booker and Isaiah and and Joe Dumars. That's that's what I see, and, and, and it's crazy. Because you you have to have both of those guys. You have to have Chris Paul to win the finals. Yeah, for sure. Detroit, for Pistons sure. For, to, sure. To, for sure. Detroit Pistons had to have Isaiah. To yeah, win for, the sure. Finals. for sure. For sure. So, for sure. yeah, I, I so, just I yeah, just yeah, seen I, a lot I, of fear.
0: I think yeah, I think ahead. the I think the comparisons with Paul and Isaiah mm-hmm. for me stand out more than just the backcourt comparisons with Booker and Dumars because you know even mm-hmm. though Dumars hit timely shots, I mean. Kobe Bryant... I'm Excuse me, not Kobe Bryant. Devin Booker be out there looking like Kobe sometimes. And I don't think Joe, do. not do. think do. I don't think Joe Dumas ever was out there looking like Bean. I no, don't know. he wasn't,
1: but... But I know, saying, I, know I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I know what yeah. you're saying.
0: But, yeah, so that's a great conversation mm-hmm. that, you know, we can expound on at later time. But let's get down to the nitty-gritty, Black. It's time for predictions, man. It's time for predictions. It's time to uh, let us know who you think is going to win the NBA championship. And who will be your finals MVP? So, Black, spotlight on you, man. Who wins the finals? How many games? And give me your finals MVP.
1: Dude, it's been hard, man, because I know we had to predict this today. You know, it's been – and I really didn't come to it to basically, you know, driving, really thinking about it, coming home. And, like, I'm just sitting here like, dang, man. I need Giannis to get back. I need Giannis to get back, and um, I believe Giannis will get back. I know, I know, I know. Chris Paul is going to give it everything he got because he wants this ring. I'm looking at D. Book. He's hungry because he he wants to have this title, uh, and he has he has. I know he hear Kobe in his ear every day. That Kobe's that little person on his shoulder telling him, "Don't stop. Keep pushing. Keep pushing it. Keep pushing it." I think everything's going to come into play. I think this is going... I think this series, like I said when we were talking earlier, I think this series is going to be a defensive battle. I don't see a lot of high-scoring games in this series. But D, I'm going to go with the better defensive team. Wow. I'm going to pick Milwaukee Bucks in seven. I believe Giannis finds a way to get back on this court. And when he does, it's no one or the Phoenix Suns is going to be able to stop this man. Okay. It's okay. no one. Okay. And I think having PJ Tucker, Drew Holiday, and the emergence of uh Chris Middleton defensively, I have the I got the Milwaukee Bucks winning this in seven. Okay. Okay, I got you. Who's your Finals MVP? Finals MVP D I'm I'm going to get the finals MVP to Chris Middleton. Okay. Chris Middleton. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I went back and forth myself. Um, as soon as uh the Nets were eliminated, I have been telling anybody who will listen. The Bucks are gonna win a world championship. They're gonna win a title. They're just the they're a bad matchup for the entire league. Bad matchup. But you know what, man? I'm gonna go with my heart over my head. I'm going to take the Phoenix Suns to win the NBA Finals in seven games. I think Chris Paul is your Finals MVP. I think about Chris and his journey over 16 years. I think about the reconnection with his head coach, Imani Williams. I think about the pride that's been restored in Phoenix. I think about the evolution of Devin Booker and the other young players that have come along for the ride. I think DeAndre Ayton shines in this series. The same way the the the, the Suns don't have an answer for Giannis if he returns, I don't think the Bucs have an answer for DeAndre Ayton. This man is a mismatch on any given night. If he plays to his potential, he has to average 18 and 10, 20 and 10 for this to happen. But ultimately, I'm going to go with the best lead on the flow. I'm going to go with Chris Paul. I ain't got time for the inconsistencies of the Milwaukee Bucks. I ain't got time for Coach Mike <laughs> Budenholzer not making the proper adjustments in, in, in playoff series. I think they meet their match. I think it's grinding. It's physical. I think Giannis returns, and he makes his presence known. But when it's all said and done, when that clock hits triple zeros, Chris Paul will have the NBA trophy in one hand, and he have the NBA Finals trophy in the other. The Phoenix Suns will be the NBA World Champions this year, Black.
1: Okay, all right. I like it, my boy. I like it, man. Yes, sir. Yes,
0: sir. So we're looking forward to it. It's exciting. Game one, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. ABC. Me and Black will be giving breakdown shows of each game. So after game one, you're going to get a show, two, three, four, however long this series goes. You guys will be getting the podcast with me and Black breaking down these finals. We feel like you guys will want to hear that. So we're going to be providing that. So um, this was the NBA finals preview show. 2021 Suns, Bucks, Looking forward to it. Hope you, Hopefully you guys enjoyed the thorough breakdown of the things that me and Black had to say what we had to talk about. And please, if you guys agree or disagree, you want to chime in on anything that me and Black said, you guys know where to hit us, man. You can find me, Deirdre Hicks Jr. on Twitter, on Instagram, Reducing on Sports on, on Instagram as well. Let's chop it up. Let's talk NBA Finals, man. This is a very exciting time in sports. Where can they find you, Black? Yeah, man, y'all
1: can find me at BlackNL3, man, on Twitter and Instagram. Man, y'all hit me up! Exciting time in the NBA, the NBA Finals. It's nothing like it. Yes, being able to being able to see that black and gold the the finals just yes. to see it on the TV it gives you chills. No matter what teams are in it. Yes, just to see the finals, the NBA Finals, to see those gold letters, man. It, yes, it, it, it's it's a lot, and I'm excited about uh, uh, us be giving coverage after every every game and i think yes. that's i think that's going to be gig, big and i think i i think our listeners gonna to want to hear from us after every game yeah and see what we have to say about this man so i'm excited man about uh everything the nb finals is from the brain
0: yes absolutely absolutely very much looking forward to it all right black man so we're gonna get you out of here man and um you know anything else before we get you out
1: yeah man just uh, appreciate all the love and support Uh, from all our listeners man everything all the love y'all show we appreciate it 100% y'all keep rocking with us big things coming uh uh thank you for rocking with us
0: absolutely all right black I'll be calling when I'm done recording my boy all right man all right all right y'all so that was a episode 125 of the sports desk uh the 2021 nba finals preview show um so i'm um, like black said like i said you'll be getting shows from us uh after each game breaking down each game and just kind of going along the journey with this nba Finals. so you guys be cool stay safe hit us up let's talk about these finals and uh we'll be talking to you guys very very soon all right you guys be cool
1: No no, 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 Hey bro, you listening no, to the sports dance. Hey this
0: reduced lunch Sports, man. Come on now. No, no, no. On
1: the sports Desk.